Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. Episode 155. It is Wednesday here in Cincinnati. A little gray, a little drizzly, not quite as, um, (laughs) what's the word I wanted? I just went blank for a moment. Not quite as cold. (laughs) Not quite as cold as it's been. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Focusing on the weather and I couldn't do it there for a moment. (laughs) I wanted to skip right through it and go to the topic for today. Yes, it's gray, it's rainy, it's kind of blah. (laughs) We are transitioning from winter to spring. It's March. (laughs) Not a lot of updates on the weather. (laughs) So today, today I have been just pondering this, this topic that seems to be developing of genius and being in alignment and trusting the flow towards our genius and then prioritizing to allow our genius to express itself and it's it's quite a topic to be unfolding in the way that it is and what i what i realized today or what i wanted to share today is this idea that when we are in alignment with what we are here to bring into this earth or create or express or share when we start to get clarity on where we're headed and then start to move towards it Sometimes when that happens, we uh, we become very impatient or aggravated. <laughs> I'll speak for myself. I <laughs> have become very impatient and very aggravated when the timing that I have expected to go the way that it's supposed to go in my mind <laughs> doesn't always match the way that it manifests or shows itself in the real world, in the physical world around us. And I believe many people have this experience. We, we have this awesome idea. We share it. We're like, yes, everyone in the world is going to see this in exactly the way I do. And then, like nothing, right? Nobody understands it or they don't get it or the timing isn't right. And, and so we can begin to doubt ourselves and our own genius or our own alignment or what we are seeing as laser-focused steps and we're following them and then they're not getting us where we wanted to be as fast as we thought that they would. And then we get really impatient. I, let me speak for myself, I get really impatient and aggravated because I want to be at that point that I can see in my vision and yet it isn't quite here yet. So this topic was showing up in my meditation time today of when we have those... Uh, pauses in the flow or in the momentum that we expect to see is that a delay is it you know something external is delaying us or we're not uh, we are delaying ourselves is it something being imposed upon us or is it 
merely just a time to relax into divine timing, to trust that our soul's timing is completely different than the timing of our mind or the timing of society around us, that there is some bigger schedule, (laughs) calendar, that we just haven't remembered or don't fully have access to. Or perhaps we don't see all the other moving parts that are happening in the people around us. And and so we're all just sort of adjusting and moving the chess pieces at a soul level so that the perfection of creation can be honored. So I thought I would share a couple examples that came up in my meditation from my journey so that <laughs> so that you have perhaps a way to relate to what I'm describing. So we'll go all the way back to when I was born. (laughs) When my mom was pregnant with me, my due date was right around my dad's birthday. We're both Aquarians, we're born in January. And so my mom had this hope in her mind that I would be born on my dad's birthday. And the story she's told for years is that, you know, the doctors were playing golf. It was a Sunday and they were playing golf and they wouldn't come back from their golf game to deliver me you know, from my mom. (laughs) And so I was two days late in her mind from when she wanted me to be born. And so I've grown up with this story and I always loved it. I'm like, oh, I was supposed to be born on my dad's birthday, but I came late and I had my own birthday two days later, even though my dad and I almost always celebrate together because it's just fun and it's um, something that we share. So Years ago, I was in a ceremony, a sound ceremony, and I was uh, exploring lots of different topics as you do when you're in deep healing work. And I remember this moment where I was just tuning into the feeling, this is where you can do deep healing, the feeling of being in my mother's womb and what my soul was wanting to experience or what was going to happen when I came out into the world. And I remember this feeling of impatience, like, why can't I start my journey? What is taking so long? Which aligned with my mom's story, which is, you know, I was supposed to be born on my dad's birthday and external uh, factors, the doctors refusing to allow me to be born is what delayed my birth. And so I, I was looking at that in that ceremony and going, is that is that true? How do I feel about that? What is that meant for my whole experience of my life? Because our birth story, it sets us up for the patterns we're going to play in our lifetime over and over and over again. So I'm like, was I late? Was someone holding me back? (laughs) Was it my impatience? What was it all about? And then a friend of mine suggested later, she said, why don't you look at the astrological chart of what it would have meant if you had been born at that same time, two days earlier, in that same year, and see what the planet planet lineup would have been. So I did, and I printed out a chart that showed what would have shifted, and it was not at all me. I mean, some of the things, like Aquarius, obviously, was me, but so much of it is not who I am and how I show up and the, the focus of what my work is in this lifetime. That process was so powerful for me to have this astrological wisdom because I do believe in the power of astrology and how it informs and guides our human journeys. To have that information and be able to compare the two 
and see how clearly I needed, I chose to be born at a soul level on my exact birthday, two days after what my mom and my dad thought would be my birthday. That was the highest alignment for me, for the work I was going to do in this lifetime. So the story could be, it was a delay, what I have reframed that story to be, and it has shifted a lot for me in my own healing and my own process of my life. It was divine alignment. Like I chose to be born on that day, and it was a co-creation between my mother and I that allowed my birth to be at the exact moment it was supposed to be, because that set me up for all that would happen in my life. So that's one example. Another example, <laughs> when we were moving from South Africa to the United States, I was in sixth grade, and the, I was 11. The calendar year in South Africa is December to Jan, or January to December. And so you start a new year of school in January. Well, here in the United States, it's the opposite. You start in August or September and go all the way through until May or June. So we moved in the summer so that when we would step into our new school year in the United States, we would start you know, a, a new school year um, instead of moving into a school in the middle of the year. I don't think that was the only reason we moved at that time, but it was one of the reasons. And so I had, and my brother and my sister, we all did, just different grade levels. We started school. I started sixth grade in January. I went all the way through to June. We moved over to the United States. I started sixth grade again in August or September. I went all the way through into the following June. I had a year and a half of sixth grade, which is a lot, a lot. And for anyone who teaches sixth grade or remembers sixth grade, I mean, that's not one of the years that you want to have extra time in. It's a really, a really turbulent year of growth and change. And yet, what I know is that wasn't a delay. That wasn't me delaying my process. It was this extended amount of time that allowed me to transition from one culture to another culture, from one way of communicating and figuring out who I was and discovering my identity, knowing who I was in South Africa, and then finding a way to merge into American culture, American ways of being in sixth grade. I needed that long to be able to make that transition and then be able to step into seventh grade much more confident in who I was and, and how I could engage within the, the culture and the dynamics of that middle school. But just in case I didn't get the message, <laughs> when we were in Dayton, where we lived at that time, <laughs> we, uh, we started ninth grade. I started ninth grade at the high school because in Dayton you did junior high and so it went middle school six seven eight and then you would start high school nine and you go nine ten eleven twelve and you graduate so <laughs> I started ninth grade in the high school which was awesome as one of the little kids in the big what is it the little fish in the big pond <laughs> and I got about three months into ninth grade in the high school and my parents told us that we were going to be moving to Cincinnati and so they pulled us out of the schools and we moved to a new school system down here in Cincinnati, which just happens to be on the junior high system. So 
I had three months of high school and then I went back into junior high and I finished ninth grade at a junior high, which you're then the big fish in the little pond, but I wasn't a fish in any pond because we were the new kids. And so it was this like craziness, this craziness of, again, ninth grade, right? Such an important time of figuring out who are you going to be in high school? What are you, how are you going to show up? At the time, I was so angry and so frustrated, like my parents were delaying my process, my growth, my evolution. And what I can see with hindsight is I needed that time. My ego was getting a little out of control when I stepped into high school and in in Dayton. And I needed that pullback, that humbling, (laughs) that coming back to who am I individually, not who am I defining myself by the, the social groups of high school. I needed extra time. And so I figured that out in that move from Dayton to Cincinnati. So when I started high school in 10th grade here in Cincinnati, I was much more solid in who I was. In the time that we're going through it, we don't realize it's divine. We just get mad and impatient. I'll speak for myself. I, <laughs> I just got mad and impatient because the delays felt real. The story I told myself over and over was, I'm being delayed. And yet, it's divine. The timing is so perfect. And when we trust that the soul is the one guiding that process, and we keep surrendering to what the soul is wanting to teach us and show us, it becomes so much more relaxed, so much less stressful. So, one more nugget. In case that theme of delay in my education (laughs) hadn't already played out long enough. (laughs) When I went to college, I graduated. It's so funny when I share this story in this way because I can see it so clearly. At the time, I just thought I was a hot mess. (laughs) So I graduated high school and I went to college in Indianapolis for one year to a small college called Butler that was at the time very expensive. And I had a lot of scholarship, and I know that I went there because there were people I was supposed to meet that were profoundly impactful on my life. At the time, it was just, yeah, I'm going away. I'm going to live in a dorm. I'm going to be on a new campus. I'm away from home. <laughs> See ya, everybody. <laughs> and then tuition was raised 10% that year, and so I didn't have enough money to go back. And so in my mind, I was being delayed. Right? I'm going to have to drop out of college, make some money, work, and then go back to college, and my whole life is being delayed. <laughs> well, of course, the work that I did after I dropped, dropped out, after I left college that first year, I met some awesome people. I had some incredible experiences. Like It was everything I was supposed to do and, and have and move through in my journey. And then when I was ready, a couple of years later, I went back to school. And the way that I showed up for college at that point when I was paying for it myself, going, driving myself, I was doing a commuter school where I could really get to know the teachers. It was a small campus. I excelled. I loved going to college. I got so much more out of what I was studying. I was clear on what it was I wanted to study when I was there. I was very specific and targeted about the the classes that I selected and then putting the time and the energy into really applying what I wanted to learn. I left school, I graduated with such a 
a solid receiving of what I had put into that experience. And that exchange was richer because I did it, well, I did it with the support of my partner at the time who became my husband. Clearly, like, we did that. You know, he supported me getting through college 100%. But it was a, an exchange that was so much more valuable for me because I was invested in, in my own path and what I was wanting to do next. And it was very different than if I had just continued, you know, not quite sure what I wanted to study at a very expensive school, accumulating a lot of debt. The, what I thought was a delay ended up becoming a really wise, divinely guided choice. And then those connections at the school that I transferred to, the commuter school, those connections guided me into the work and the path that I was going to explore next. So from a big picture perspective, you know, if I scan all the way back out at a wide lens, remember we were talking about wide lens and focusing, the zooming in yesterday in laser focus. If I pull open the viewfinder and I look at the big picture of my life, from this feeling when I was first in my mother's womb of wanting to get out and do what I needed to do and start my journey and feeling delayed to where I am right now, there is a divine guidance that exceeds anything I could have tried to force to make happen. And so it requires an immense amount of trust and uh, peace and surrendering and the ability to to let go of our attachment over and over again to things looking a certain way. So the laser focus is very important to help us stay in alignment with what we believe we are here to do. And yet we have to kind of let go of the wheel a little bit too. And then trust that it's divine. It's divine and there will be those moments of such sweet satisfaction when it all gels. We'll have many, many moments like that where we just know we are in exactly the right place at the right moment with the right people feeling the right emotions and all is exactly as it's supposed to be. And those moments of knowing will hopefully carry us through those moments where we feel impatient and frustrated. So, <laughs> delay or divine, I go for divine. <laughs> I go for divine.
Thank you for tuning in to today's vibration. Let's take this message of pure love out into all of our communities and continue expanding love here on Gaia. So much love from my heart to yours.